Did we pass and that here one? Here we are. Yeah. Did we? Did we? Okay. Good. I'm Caleb. I'm Sam. This is episode four. You know us by now, but um, you should know. Us why now. dispatch with the pleasantries, right? Like, <laughs> it's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. So we're back here today to uh, talk to you guys. As before, I think uh, this time we're going to. It's kind of popped up in our own minds and with some of the listeners. What is the biggest difference for us when we compare our home country to now our lives here in Norway? So that is a monumental task to try and dive into that and answer <laughs> you, that. You, you can't do it in like one sentence, can you? <laughs> let alone one podcast. Yeah, let alone one podcast. Exactly. Um, and okay. so that's where we're at today. That's that's the topic today. It, this one's going to be uh, fairly light. We're just going to, we've thought about this kind of individually and just weighed it. And this is where we're at. If you're new here, you've been here for 10 years or somewhere in between, or maybe you were born here and you're a Norwegian who's wondering what these two uh, expats are doing uh, <laughs> casting. Hopefully you can relate in some, some way or form. Yeah. This is this is kind of our take on it. This is the biggest difference that we see. And I'm sure for everybody it's a, a bit different. But Sam, dive in, man. I think, you know, you yeah. you spearheaded this topic, and I think it's a good one. Yeah, I guess I, I, I was kind of thinking of, of general things that maybe I miss or things that I kind of think are slightly different here. And, and then that kind of subject is so broad, you know. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and, and take a sip of my beer whilst thinking about pubs. And I think one of the main differences in terms of where I come from the UK is we have a massive pub culture. Um, and in, in Norway, that's slightly different. Um, pubs, you know, there are many of them in, in certainly the ones we've been to or in Oslo. There are many kind of cool and interesting pubs, but the whole atmosphere of an English pub is, for me, is is very different, and and that's very hard to relate and compare to living here. Let's step back, though. Yeah. What are you taking a sip of? Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. I'm going to take a sip of something that is probably in the UK my favourite beer. I feel like it fits the topic. It does. So it's uh, Fuller's London Pride, which you know anyone in the UK listening would know it as probably one of a quintessential English ale, real ale. I mean, on our first Hedihandeltur, um, on our yeah. first run to Sweden, yeah. uh, back before the apocalypse with Corona, <laughs> <laughs> we were at the the Vinmonopolet or whatever it's called. What is I it called? I bought one, uh, Swedish version, whatever that Swedish is. Swedish whatever, yeah. right. We were there and, and you, uh, you pointed <laughs> I, it out and I bought yeah, a few. And I, I have to tell you, you've turned me on to it. It's yeah, great stuff. I didn't realize that it's it's very kind of readily available here, a bit cheaper in Oslo. It is. In, in, a bit it cheaper is, but in, when you're in already Sweden, there, yeah. But in, in Oslo and many kind of surrounding areas, you can kind of find this beer. And it's, you know, it's very, it tastes different in the UK. It's kind of like a, from from the cask, it's kind of a traditional English ale, we'd say. So it's very, has a kind of very set taste. Um, but out of the can, it's, I mean, it's certainly better than nothing. It fits so. enough for back home, I suppose. My goodness, yes, it does. So uh, it fits, uh, it certainly fits. When we're having this conversation about missing pubs and missing uh, missing our homeland, it certainly fits that. So uh, yeah, I'm taking a, a slight sip of that, which is very nice. So um, whilst having that, I'm reminiscing about some of the pubs and some of the culture that I do miss 
uh, from the UK. So for you, that's the one of the biggest, or maybe maybe the biggest thing that kind yeah, of uh, the I mean, culture around that. It's it's very hard to describe because it's I I, I feel it's a very unique British thing. <laughs> Uh, the pub and I have been to America and I've been to to kind of bars and stuff in America and they've been really fun like sports bars for example but it's it's very hard to describe a, a quintessential English British pub that's super old maybe Victorian old we're talking with wooden kind of panels and all of the old kind of inside interior um, that create this kind of homely feel. And then you've got that kind of fire in the corner. It's just quintessentially English and it's where you feel at home. So I think I guess when I came up with this kind of concept, this kind of subject I want to talk about is that I wanted to kind of talk about like the, maybe the, the kind of differences that we have here and, and maybe some alternatives here, because there's no, having said that, you speak about the alternatives and stuff, there's no right or wrong. Um, but they are different. You know, that's a good point. Yeah. Whether it be... It's personal opinions. Whatever your thing is, whatever your um, big sticking point is that you miss, um, for the most part, especially if we're talking about pubs or restaurants or something like that, activities, you can probably find some variation here. I think that so. may get close. Um, I, I guess there are a few similar places that we certainly together have found um that make me feel a little bit at home and we've done a few uh kind of trips there okay and take, that's nice take me down uh memory lane should like what specifics should we yeah, yeah maybe one or two I like think we one the one that sticks out in my head would be uh the dubliner in in oslo this is a from the name if you haven't already guessed is an irish pub but it's it's very kind of beautiful old kind of decor lots of kind of wood and very cozy inside to say um it's the the time we've been there a few times together but this this time yeah, that I stands think. out is when there was like this uh kind of a a, a brewery night it was uh, it was uh, right what, before yeah, um kind Oslo of this whole company, pandemic it thing it was in i Oslo. think maybe february so last year yeah, everything so kind went of like kind of crazy right. in march of Early March of yeah, 2020. So it was just a month before that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, maybe the Oslo last Brewing week or two of February. Yeah, Oslo this, Brewery was having a, a barley wine, like a new product launch. Go. And that was, you told me about that. This was, I mean, in terms of the, the what we tried, it was incredible. It was like this uh, <laughs> incredibly strong beer, but. The, the whole yeah, quick kind shout of, out to those guys. I right? mean, like, yeah, I mean, them as a, a brewery, really they've good. got some really nice beers, by the way. And you can find um, them definitely at like Vin Monopolet, probably also. So, I think I, some of their lighter stuff, obviously, uh, maybe and, at uh, so, Amatusen or some, you know, there's, there's some of them uh, maybe in Gulitting also. That's like a mm. independent beer shop that they yeah. have some in Oslo, Lillestrøm, um, mm. places like that. They have, they have a few of those, um, and they they they've got a lot of uh, good beers out, but. I'm thinking of, in terms of the pub itself, it was very, I think, maybe even the closest that I have come to feeling like it was a, certainly a pub in London. Um, very cosy um, and just very reminded me of that kind of being at home and, and um, yeah, just very, very homely kind of feel. But But I mean, for you, I just want to ask you something as well, like... For you, I mean, we're talking about kind of pubs and, and, and stuff, but 
Are there any, I, I guess, staying on that particular subject, would you say there's anything in particular that stands out in, in American kind of culture, pub culture that? It, it varies by state. You know, it's a massive country, just like in the UK. It's going to be, depending on where you go, things are going to be a little bit different. But uh, you had mentioned sports. I think most of the time you're going to end up, I'm used to a lot of those kind of situations, like where you've got several screens. Think Bohemian. Mm. In my opinion, one of the best pubs in all of Oslo. Let's yeah. just, before you continue, let's <laughs> just maybe explain this. I'll indulge you. Of yeah. your famous favorite pub it's a a pub built by supporters of the best football team in all of norway (laughs) (laughs) and you're probably one of your favorite pubs i would say in oslo i love it man i mean how many times have i uh, dragged you guys out there but you know you you go in and it's um it's very welcoming isn't it it is each time i go in it it seems like the the guys are really nice you know the especially in over the summer right when the pubs were still open but they had like a a lot of different uh restrictions and and measurements you know that they had to take they were very accommodating you stand here you you go here's a table you can sit there so very you know like very professional yeah but i noticed that with this particular pub outside of that. But that's just my take. Maybe if you're, if you're maybe a Silly Lillistrom fan or something, you probably don't think that way. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. But Fair points. But, you know, there. for me, that's more of maybe what we're used to seeing where I'm from in the U.S. Yeah. You know, a lot of different screens around, a lot of just a big sports wall, that kind of thing. That's kind of what you know? I, yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got when I went to America and worked there a bit. That's, yeah. You know, that's kind of the vibe I got in, in terms of pubs and stuff and bars and more lots of kind of common sports pubs and that kind of thing. And I guess, having said that, like there are many kind of places in Oslo, I think particular Bohemian is, is that kind of style. And I love the kind of the supporters scarves all dotted around the place and yeah. To be fair, forever, we're talking uh, yeah. we're talking scarves and kits from all over all the over place. the world, right? Like I'm always I'm forever League, trying to spot uh, my team yeah. there, and I just never find. So I might have to bring my own in, you know. I think you know as soon yeah. as these uh, measures uh, yeah, loosen up, we'll have to go see if we can't find Portsmouth. I'm I think sure, you know, surely I'll, it's I'll there. deliver my own there if not. And I think they have like an adopt a club program. Yeah. <laughs> That's very kind of they do, but as as a as a as a pub that's sort of kind of cozy and you know we've been there and we've seen some football and stuff and I think I guess speaking about pubs in general because we're on that kind of subject, you know I I in the UK kind of go to pubs for different reasons and if I want to watch some sport I will go to a particular place and if I want to sit and read a book I go to a particular place I want to eat food I go to a particular place so there's kind of pubs for different reasons and mm. we have kind of I guess in terms of speaking about comparing and contrasting places in, in, in kind of my particular instance that I do that when we kind of in normal times pick a place to go I always you know I want kind to find needs somewhere to fit different. the mood right yeah, yeah. absolutely so, there you go it somewhere does. different what are we talking about you know we I mean go it watch depends what mood or, you're in yeah, exactly yeah. And you know, if you if you kind of want to watch a bit of sport, I mean, that's that's such a great place to go. Hmm. But if you want a kind of a low down, kind of relaxing, I think winterly vibe is probably a way to say it. There's a place in Skalsblast. What is the name of the pub? I don't know. Uh, Skalsheladen. Right? There you go. Like, basically, perfect the basement. pronunciation, by the way, as well. And it's that exact place. It's I can't even. Uh, it's the basement. It's, I think. You know. Do you remember the first time? 
I showed you where it was, slash yes. tried to you show you where it was. You found it and then Did uh, I, subsequently though? lost it <laughs> while, while trying to show me where it was. The and unfortunately, I was not able to help you find it. It took us, what, like 20 minutes to walk around? And yeah. I mean, we had been somewhere else previously, but that's neither here nor to there. To be fair, like... We, uh, this is it's the basically, hardest place to find. It is. It is the hardest place to find. Pretty much a speakeasy, right? Like it's like <laughs> yeah. one door that you need a special code to get down the stairs into there. And then when you go down there, it's not even easy to find it when you go down the stairs because it's like, oh, hang on, we could go in many different directions here, and yeah. we, could, we could end up in the kitchen. So yeah. I mean, this place, I think, is a very cool place. Uh, and just to add to that is has very many kind of craft beers and lots of different kind of it does what i like is they styles. carry you know they don't have like an exhaustive menu like it's not gonna you're, no. you're gonna stand there for 30 no, minutes not. wondering what you're gonna and look the great at. thing is that they have they have like I think they've they have got 10. the basics right like the the the, yeah. the normal flyers but they also have like they'll bring in that's a really right. good so they selection have, they have 10 that they make themselves and they also have, i think often try to have 10 that they get in as guest elves mm-hmm. so they also got a really good selection of kind of beers which is awesome because, like, for me, that's the main thing about going to, I want to try different kind of beers. And every time we've been there, there's kind of different kind of things, depending on what time of year you go there. So if you can find it, yeah. like, from the street level, it looks like a speakeasy. It's very hard to even tell that you're there until you're in <laughs> what it. What even does a speakeasy ordering. look like? That's well, the question. yeah, that, essentially. <laughs> you got to work that out. If they're doing it right, it's uh, nothing. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just like just a, a wall with a door, right? Yeah. But, but then a, when you get in there, it, cool it really reminds me of, like, a... Uh, like a German beer hall, right? Like Ooh. they have these big, big uh, long tables and big like long benches. tables and bench seating, yeah. you know that kind of thing. It's very similar to that because often I've been there pre-corona and there's people sitting on the same bench and sharing kind of halfway down the table. Mm. You've got two different kind of people kind of just sharing the space, and I love that. I think that's kind of very, you know, to be polite, non-Norwegian, very kind of social uh, to, to to put it like that. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very, for me, it's very kind of different to the, the standard other kind of brackets pubs I've seen in, in, in Oslo. So mm. that's one of my favorites that we've, we've been to, but yeah, I guess those are kind of the two, maybe two, the, the three kind of pubs that kind of stand out as. It gets you somewhere near back to. Yeah. And it's, so. I think one of the main things, wherever you come from is, is to kind of embrace the culture that you're moving to, but. Also, never forget where you come from, and I think for me, and like obviously, pub culture is kind of—it's not all about alcohol. It's funny; it's it's about kind of uh, an environment, Very much a social, and a yeah. social element. And you know, that's that's always been kind of a big element. I was brought up with that. My mum and dad have always kind of, since I was young, have kind of taken us to restaurants and pubs, and been in that background of of going out. So having that and not maybe not being able to do that is is very hard. So since now is quite difficult, but in in normal times is is a big part of kind of my life. Living here is trying to still trying to do that, you know. Mm. So yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice vibe, and I I kind of still like doing it. So mm. absolutely. So I guess it's a very friendly and nice of me to ask you what you're drinking Caleb because you have asked me what I'm drinking well I I have gone a bit more local only than, if you pronounce than, it actually come on yeah well we'll give it a go right this is a Ligir <laughs> Ligir that's very yeah. good so uh, this is from a brewery in Kvenalon which is um, south of Stavanger yeah nice 
So very much on kind of the uh, the western w- side of the country. Are we, maybe we could even or? say like southwest. I don't know, west I or southwest. Yeah, it's kind know. of from Stavanger's west, yeah. but then south of there. So yeah, yeah. This is um, it's got a really cool shield on the front, which. I mean, that's, that's you can very sell Nordic. me to try anything yeah. once, especially if we're talking about beer with a cool label. I think most of us <laughs> we've are spoken there. about that before off <laughs> yeah. camera, off mic. We have actually spoken about, it, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> just cool length. logos that really sell you the, the, the beer. <laughs> we're not the only ones because <laughs> is that you know, right? <laughs> but no, so I have their. I could um, mention another one that you like. <laughs> <laughs> so I have their uh, transatlantic pilsner. Very so nice. they're a transatlantic pilsner, as it were. That was easy to translate, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's uh, it's a pill, so it's very light. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I guess um, I guess it begs the question to ask you, actually, as well, your kind of compare and contrast differences, and how you kind of cope living here. What's what's the differences for you? You know, we have just a backstory for our listeners. You and I spend. A lot of time talking on WhatsApp or whatever, just about anything. Nonsense, yeah, usually nonsense. <laughs> but once we flesh out like an outline or something, then we'll talk a bit back and forth. And you mentioned this to me, and I spent some time like, how do I pick one thing? Right? Like, you know, <laughs> and I'm sure hard. you're in the same boat. Like, it, it's hard. You know, mm-hmm. we we very much love the countries where we came from, where we grew up. And it's important to remember that as yeah, well. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but. Thinking on that, the number one thing that, um, and it's probably because we've got this massive ocean and now this huge pandemic that separates us, but the biggest thing that I miss right now in the last year is family. You know, for us, that is huge. Yeah. Uh, you know, very much happy to be here. We enjoy it. It's a great country. There's a lot of fun and awesome things going on, but uh, being able to go, you know, to hop in the car and drive like an hour and a half and see your family. That's the biggest adjustment. It always has been, mm. but it's on the front burner now with the fact that we can't do that, you know, even two, three times a year, like our uh, traditional plan, you know, so. I guess that makes my, you know, missing pubs sound a bit like bleak now. Because I do also miss my family, obviously. No, but, no, no. They're, they're <laughs> well yeah, in the it's, same. It's very, because t- it's I, very I tough. I feel like that one of the things, and, and I think outside of Corona even, most uh, expats, most people that are new to whatever country, whether it's Norway or elsewhere, where are you going to get kind of that social interaction that gets you somewhere near like family interaction? It's often going to be some sort of social place, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a really fair point. I think it's very unique because, you know, it's, it's, family will always be very important. And, you know, obviously if you move to a new country, they're going to be hmm. further away. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it takes a bit of kind of adjustment in that sense. And it has done for me. And I guess I could probably say that it's the longest I've ever been without seeing my family living here now with, with, with the pandemic. Yeah, so what are, um, what are you at? Like, uh, we, well, when this comes out, it'll actually, it'll be nearly about a year, but the end of February in 2020, which was the last time I saw them. Um, so that's kind of the longest time I've ever been without seeing my whole family. And yeah, I think we're probably many people over are in a the year. same situation. Um, and you know, even when I've, I've been away and worked and even lived in London, for example, I've always been up the road ish. Kind of, 
I knew it would always be an adjustment coming here, but um, yeah, it's always that's always quite tough. It's an adjustment in normal times, but it's it's uh, yeah, it even bigger, even more of, monumental now. Right? Yeah, it does. Not and with that whole, you know, I can catch a flight back for the long weekend or for a couple of weeks. You know, yeah, it, it really is that as well. But I think it's very important to have that kind of that kind of social uh, stability around you as well, and having kind of my girlfriend and her family around has really helped with that kind of transition. Of course, being um, a part of the being a part of uh, I'm going to say a cheesy and, word, but uh, being part of the community, you know. Yeah, it's like but that in a as well, in a more like, drilled down sense. Yeah, you know, if that, once you build kind of your network here, yeah, network that, is, that helps. Network is the right in some word, way. Uh, and uh, you know, to be even more cheesy, you're included in that as well. You know, having that connection with people that you meet here is is very important because I think that's part of when you move to a new country is having those connections and those relationships to help you, you know, feel at home. Uh, it it helps kind of in like the day in, day out to kind absolutely. of supplement. And, then and, and then, you know, nothing will ever, yeah. com- uh, you know, r- really kind of change the way your relationship is with your family and, and, and won't stop you missing them as much. But it's like, there are things to help combat that, you know? Um, so I think in, in terms of both of us, we can kind of relate to that. I think, and anyone else who moves anywhere, not just Norway, anywhere in the world, it's mm. it's a similar situation. So it's it's it a relevant it's a relevant thing. Uh, yeah. Getting a network here, missing your family, all of these things, it's it's relevant in any time, but especially yeah, I now. Think so. I think maybe it's just magnified. And right? I, I guess that's one of the reasons why I guess I came up with this kind of this topic in particular is that the, yeah, like I said before, there's no right or wrong in 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 comparing and contrasting things are different to where you come from, but. It's about kind of fitting in and and remembering also where you came from, but also kind of taking in that culture where you've moved to. Taking and that can be anything. That can be the food. That can be the people, relationships, activities. You know, like we spoke on the last podcast. I feel like both of us have done fairly well here so far in our short time, and we've met a lot of people who've been here a lot longer, and they've done well as well. You know, yeah, I think so. We've also met some people that have. Uh, I know I've met some people that have moved back to the U.S. or wherever oh, really? they're okay. from. Uh, opportunity goes wherever. It's good that we all kind of recognize that and understand that, that that's one of the things that binds our little expat community here is that we are all in that boat. And yeah. that we recognize it, you know. So certainly, so. give give us a shout out if you're in a if if you're looking for some sort of information. That's one of the reasons that we do this cast is not only do we like to hear ourselves talk and uh, <laughs> like to explore different topics, yeah. but we genuinely want to relay some information and and hopefully make it a, a little bit easier for the next person and ourselves too, right? To kind of adjust and continue adjusting. So hey, absolutely. You know, give mean, us a reach out learning. and uh, let us know what, uh, <laughs> if you've got a question or something, you have a topic idea or you have a thing that you want to share. I completely agree. I think it's one of the main things and one of the main reasons we're doing this. So it's nice to, to kind of get these ideas floating around and we'd love to hear from you. So. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for hearing this one, and um, we'll see you on the next one. So, Yeah, I think in the next one, maybe two episodes, we'll have our first guest on. And we hope so. Uh, we're, we're not going to share too much there. Oh, we can't like, give it away. Then what fun would that be? Slash we don't even know ourselves yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag still learning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you All for right. listening. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers, thank you.